this is Brother Lee Wade at Crusading for Christ Podcast Hour. Glad to have you aboard. Thank you for listening. And uh, wherever you're at, if you're listening or you're watching this video, listen, thank you for joining in today. I've been talking about having a study on the spiritual warfare. And I've been praying real hard about it. The devil has beat me to death. Seriously, it's been one of the hardest things to get started I've ever had to do, spiritually speaking. And, uh, and I still am. So I need your prayers. We need to pray the blood of Christ on our lives. If you're listening to this today, and I hope you listen, and I hope that God touches your heart in a special way. Uh, I do. Uh, I mean, I'm really a nobody, and I'm not. I just praise the Lord. I'm a child of the living God. I've been saved 46 years, born again back in November the 9th, 1975. What a day that was. Best day of my entire life. When I got saved and gave my life to Jesus Christ, it was a great day. Also, want to thank the old past for that song, uh, Oh, What a Savior. And please be sure to support their ministry, download their music, watch them on YouTube. They're a great group, a wonderful group of men, and we love them and thank God for them. Thank you for the song. And I also want to mention going to church. Be sure you go to church. Find a Bible-believing church. Find people that you can fellowship with uh, in God's house. And, uh, and, and share your faith to people that don't know Christ. Um, listen, the greatest book ever written is the book I'm holding in my hands right here. The Bible, the Word of God, the Word of the living God. It's, it's not only the greatest book, it's the, it's, it's, there's no words for it. It's the Word of God. And I believe it. I believe it 150, if there was 150%, I would. I believe it 100% though. I believe it is the infallible, inspired, inerrant word of God. That God breathed it and the men of God moved as they God was breathing on them to write down the words of this Bible. And I know there's a lot of people that, you know, who cares about what they think. God breathed it. I believe it. And it doesn't matter if that settles it or not. It's true. If I believe it or not, it's settled in heaven. Amen. But tonight, I want to talk to you about the spiritual warfare. And in this this first lesson, we're just going to do an overview, kind of a go over what we're going to be talking about. Uh, there will be a lot more than what I'm talking about tonight. But I want to give you an overview of what I'm going to talk about. Uh, and I want you to pray the blood of Christ on you. I want you to pray the blood of Christ on me. And, uh, and please do that. Please pray for me. But... Our country, our nation, our world uh, is in such turmoil tonight. And you wonder why? Well, let me just talk to you about that for just a minute. The Bible said in the beginning when God created the heavens and the earth, we read about the creation of, of all the animals, the creation of the mountains, the seas, the stars, and all the uh, fish and everything that's in the ocean and everything that creeps or crawls on the ground. And God said it was all good, and he made the, the moon, and he did all those things to keep everything in balance. And what a creation he created. It's so beautiful. And, uh, and then he put a garden in the, in the Middle East over there and called it the Garden of Eden. And in that Garden of Eden, he placed there and created a man. Now, you've got to remember, everything else, he spoke it into existence. He spoke the animals. He spoke the fish. He spoke everything into existence. But it said he formed man out of the dust of the air, the dust of the ground, excuse me. And the Bible says that God took and he formed him out of the dust of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of air, the breath of God. 
And Adam became a living soul. I want you to understand, he became a living soul. Adam, when God created him, was created to live forever. Exactly right. And then as time goes on, and we don't know how much time it was, but God saw that it wasn't good for him to be alone, and he called him to go to sleep and took a rib out of his side and created a woman, and her name was Eve. So there we have the perfect alliance. We've got God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, having fellowship with his creation, with the stars. He's just looking around. He's enjoying all these great things. And he's put man in the Garden of Eden, the perfect garden, everything in there was for him to have. But there was this fellow in heaven, and his name was Lucifer. Lucifer was the fourth of command, the fourth in command. You had the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in 1 John chapter 5 said there's these three that bear record in heaven, the Father, Son, and the Word. The Holy Spirit, the Father, and the Son. Right? And the Word of God. Well, the Word is Christ. And then there's three that bear record on earth. That's the, the, the flesh and the blood and the Spirit. And, and the soul. And so God said there's three that bear record here. So God created man in his image. What does that mean? He created them in his image, created he them. In other words, man had the ability to think, to come to conclusions, to make uh, decisions based on facts, and all these things. And he was created, obviously, with a, with a great mind because God said, name everything, and he starts just naming everything. Trees and birds and, and worms and snakes and snakes and all those kind of things. So Adam had a tremendous mind, had a great vocabulary. But God said this in, in Isaiah 14, and I don't know the time frame, but somewhere in there, uh, this fourth in command, Lucifer, decides that he's going to overthrow the throne of God. And you can read the whole story in, Luce, in uh, Isaiah 14. You can read about him in Ezekiel 28. And we'll talk about that in detail later on. But right now we're just getting a, a few things down. So, so God created this great, this man, this Adam, this perfect man and a perfect woman. And uh, he said you're to be married, and then you're to multiply and have kids, and all those kind of things. But Satan, on the other on the other hand, he's up in heaven. He's going to exalt himself above the throne of God. He's going to be like the Most High, and he's going to be higher than the Most High. And the Bible says that he believed that. He said, "I'm going to be like the Most High. I'm going to exalt my." Thrown above God's throne. I will be great. I will control the universe. That's what he was thinking. So therefore, Satan, Lucifer, had to be able to what? Make a choice. And we know by Revelation chapter number 12 that the devil had, had a third of the angels follow him in that adventure. We'll get into that in great detail. These are just overviews. And a third of the angels... Uh, fell, the fallen angels and, and, and Lucifer was cast out. And of course, the Bible said he was cast to earth. So in the Garden of Eden, now getting get back to the spiritual warfare battle, and I got to thinking about this in great detail. Have any of y'all ever played a chess, uh, chess game, played chess? You know, you got the, the rook and the knight and the pawns, and you got the queen and the bishops and all these players on this chessboard. And each player represents, you know, there's the pawns that can go once base, and then the rook that goes up and down, and the knight that can go this way, and, and the bishop can go diagonally, and then there's the queen, she can go any way she wants to go, and the king goes once base, but he can go any way he wants to. The idea is to capture the king. 
But that chessboard, in reality, is what earth is to God and Satan. I know that's crazy, but that's why I look at it. God set this chessboard up on earth. He put a perfect man on the earth in his image, put a spirit in him, put a soul in him. And said, look, you just need to follow me. And then he gives him all the stuff. He says, you can have anything in the garden. But don't eat of the tree of knowledge, of good and evil. Don't eat of that tree. Don't eat of that tree of knowledge right there in the midst of the garden. Because he says, the day that you eat of it, you're going to die. You've all read the story. If not, you should have. <laughs> Genesis. So as, as Satan... Now he's watching all this take place. He's cast out. He knows he's doomed. Satan has known his destination ever since he's been cast out. He knows one day that he's going to be cast into the lake of fire. He knows one day that all his followers are going to be cast into the lake of fire. And see, hell's not a great thing to talk about there because a lot of people don't talk about it, but I want to talk to you about it. And so Satan deceives the woman. God, God told him not to eat of the tree of knowledge. A tree that will make them know good from evil. And the devil does what? He comes to the woman and he says to her, God hath not said unto thee, you shall not eat the tree. But she says, yeah, he did say that. You see what the devil does, and we won't get into a lot of detail, but what he did, he made her start thinking. that Well, maybe God's a liar because he said, God knows that the day you eat of this tree, you're going to be like him. And you see, that's exactly what the devil wants to do himself. He wanted to be higher than God. So the next thing he can do is take the very creation, man, and the man has got a brain that can make choices and make decisions based on the facts. There you go. So all these things are happening. Now there's a warfare going on. Now the warfare has started on earth. Of course, you know what happens next. Eve and Adam look at themselves, they see themselves naked. They make themselves aprons from fig leaves, sew them together, cover themselves up, and then what they do, they hide from God. And that's what sin will do. So the warfare starts, and the Bible says that the Satan came in the form of a serpent. He took one of the most beautiful beasts they believed in the field, and some even believe he walked upright. Because it wasn't until after the curse that he was on the ground on his belly. So there's a lot of theologians that believe that the devil or the serpent was the most beautiful, because they're very colorful, was the most beautiful beast in the garden. And the Bible says he was the most subtle beast in the garden. And then Satan empowers him to be able to talk to Eve and tell her, no, God didn't say you couldn't eat. He just knows the truth. God really does know the truth, but he didn't tell you the truth. God said, if you eat thereof, you're going to die. But you're not going to die. No, you're not going to die. You're, going to, you're just going to be like him. And let me tell you something. That's what all this right here is all about today. Satan has got America and the world. Now, this is his role. We'll go into great detail about this stuff. It's going to be good. But I just want to go over this overview about this right here. America's new God. And I've said it, but I'm going to say it again. Right here. Climate control, the Green New Deal, the critical race theory, the woke society, the move on white supremacy. I was just listening to a, a newscast just a few minutes before I came in here, and they were talking about 
mathematics being racist. They're talking about white people denouncing their being white. I mean, saying that they're sorry they're white and that they're, they're going to have to quit going to college or something. It's just, it's just crazy. But that doesn't matter. All that's just a smoke screen. And you've got to understand, all that's a smoke screen to cover up the truth, what's really going on in America. America is going to fall and be destroyed if we, the Christians, don't start doing something about it. And that's exactly what's going to... We're the only hope. No, we're not the only hope. Christ is the only hope. We're his children. We're his people. And we need to know what this spiritual warfare is. What's going on? What is going on in America today? What is going on in the world today? Well, I just want to read a scripture here, and then we will we will go into uh, the, the second lesson. We'll be going into the details about what we're going to talk about and the spiritual warfare. Because, listen, no matter what you believe, you've got to believe that there's an evil in the world. Now, this is an old Bible, so, you know, it's falling apart. I've had a long time. You know what? I, I believe the guy that gave this to me was witness to me. I'm not real sure if this is the one or not. This, I'm talking about 40-something years ago. been saved 46 years. But I want to read this to you. Listen to what it says. Uh-oh, sorry about that. That goes in here somewhere. I'll figure it out. It says, Finally, my brethren, listen now, Finally, my brethren, my sisters, all that, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles or the tricks of the devil. For he wrestle not against flesh and blood. And we'll get into this. Let me just read it. Because I'll stop and I won't get back on it. Flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to that what you may be able to withstand in the day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherein you can quench the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And then this is the key verse to all of that. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all the saints. What we got to understand, everything that we need to know about the warfare, about the armor, about how to stand against Satan, what's going on in the world. I mean, you can read the Bible, it's like reading the newspaper in the book of Revelation. I mean, it's, it's, it's just like it, the epistles, all that. So I want you to, to get in here with me. I want you to be uh, praying for me, praying for yourself, that as we study through the spiritual warfare, that God will show us and enlighten our hearts. And that we will go out and make a difference. If we don't, this thing is over. Our country is going to fall. And it's going to be our fault. That's right. The devil is on a rampage. But greater is he that's in me than he's in this other world. I believe that. But too many Christians are, excuse me for saying it, but too many Christians are tied into the world. They want to have a foot in the world. They want to have a foot in the church. And they don't want to be bothered Either way, but they want to do what they want to do on Sunday, and Monday through Saturday is a different story. 
All right, you think I'm getting on to you? I'm not. I'm just, I'm begging you. I'm begging you in Jesus Christ's name to please, please pray that God will show us what we need to do as his children, as the church. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your leaders. Pray for all those people that God will intervene. If he don't, we're in trouble. Listen, I love you, and we'll talk to you real soon again here on Crusade for Christ podcast. And we'll talk to you later. Have a great day and see you soon. Oh, what a sin.